Reverse Focus partners with AI tool provider Reachality. CBS, the six fastest ways to cash out your home equity. And HUD's Inspector General launches an inquiry on how Ginny May monitored reverse mortgage funding. These are your top reverse mortgage news stories for the week of November 13th. You're listening to Heckam World Weekly, the nation's only weekly podcast for you, the reverse mortgage professional. Welcome back and thank you for joining us. This first story actually strikes close to home because Reverse Focus is the parent company of our media arm, Heckam World. And we are a software as a service provider for the reverse mortgage industry, which many of you, our listeners know. Well, Reverse Focus will be partnering with Reachality, a state-of-the-art AI engine. Now, this collaboration actually heralds a transformative tool which promises to revolutionize engagement with website visitors in reverse mortgage sector. Reachality's Lumina seamlessly integrates a lender's or an individual originator's reverse mortgage website content into a dynamic conversational experience. Now, with that tool, the visitor can chat and ask questions about reverse mortgages and a variety of other topics which are on the website and then generate natural language responses. Now, keeping visitors on your website for longer, that is imperative to have engagement and generating reverse mortgage prospects. And that's exactly what Reachality's chat engine can do for those of you that are using our websites or have one of your own. And if you do not have a reverse mortgage website, go to reversefocus.com forward slash start. Brian Torres, CEO and founder of Reachality, emphasized their company's mission, stating, we aim to modernize the reverse mortgage industry, meeting the expectations of today's tech-savvy seniors and the upcoming Gen X demographic. Our collaboration with Reverse Focus is a significant stride in equipping reverse mortgage loan officers with advanced AI tools. So in essence, Reachality's tool simplifies complex processes through innovative AI solutions, and it really helps the Well, the site visitor not having to go through each and every page, they can just sit there and ask questions in the chat widget and get answers and also submit a lead. So for more information on their groundbreaking technology, revisit reachality.com. That's reach, A-L-I-T-Y.com. It's always good to be informed about what the mainstream media has to say about extracting one's home equity. And with that in mind, I came across an interesting CBS News article written by Angelica Late. She says, it's no secret that it's not particularly cheap to borrow money right now. After all, the Federal Reserve has increased their benchmark rate 11 times over the last 18 months. And while the Fed opted not to increase rates in their latest meeting, its benchmark rate is still at a 22-year high. And there is one potentially affordable way to borrow right now, she says, and that is by tapping into one's home equity. And borrowing against your home equity could be a smart option when you need access to the funds, and the rates are typically lower than you can get with other types of loans. And the average homeowner today, and this should be noted, has about $200,000 in tappable home equity, thanks to the run-up in home values after the pandemic. But Are there home equity options if you need to access those funds? And if so, what are the best ways to do so and quickly? And here are the six ways that the CBS article notes. Number one are home equity lines of credit or what we call HELOCs, a flexible and speedy way to access home equity. Home equity functions much like a credit line. It allows one to borrow against their equity when they need it. And the application and approval process for a HELOC can generally be completed in a few weeks as CBS and 
Once approved, you can access the funds almost instantaneously. However, HELOCs typically offer a lower interest rate than other forms of credit, and as of November 6th, the average HELOC rate was hovering around 9%, which is much lower than what you'd be offered with many other types of loans right now. But I would add, you must be knowledgeable about HELOCs and know that the credit line could be frozen should home values or market conditions warrant. The second way one can tap into their existing home equity is with a cash-out refinance or a cash-out refi, but that comes at a cost with a higher principal limit. And then you have the difference between the old mortgage that one had and the new one, and then you have that paid out to you. But that may provide a lump sum of cash, but it also will find the borrower trading in their lower mortgage interest rate for a higher one and a higher monthly payment. Not a very palatable choice. The third option that CBS News notes are home equity loans, also known as a second mortgage. It allows one to borrow a lump sum using their home equity as collateral, and that approval process is typically faster than many other home-related loan types, and you can receive the funds quickly. Interest rates on these loans are typically hovering around 8.94%. And number four, not to be overlooked, and I'm glad they noted, are reverse mortgages. They say a product available to homeowners 62 and older, but what the article fails to mention are proprietary reverse mortgages, which allow homeowners as young as 55 to apply. The fifth option are bridge loans, which are short-term loans that can help one access home equity quickly when one is in the process of selling their current home and then purchasing a new one. And then sixth are home equity sharing arrangements. And I'm surprised they listed this, but it is indeed an option. That involves partnering with an investor who provides the homeowner with cash in exchange for a share of the home's future appreciation. And that allows one to access their equity without incurring debt, but they may be giving up more than they had bargained for in the process. And in our final story for the week, HUD's Inspector General will be launching an inquiry on how Ginnie Mae monitored reverse mortgage funding. The dust may have settled from the sudden bankruptcy of reverse mortgage funding last year, but the government still has questions. On November 2nd, the Office of the Inspector General of the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development announced they are initiating an inquiry on how Ginnie Mae monitored reverse mortgage funding. The OIG is also looking into Ginnie Mae's extinguishment of the failed lender from the company's home. Home Equity Conversion Mortgage Backed Securities, or HMBS, program, which Ginnie Mae secures. Providing oversight of Ginnie Mae's $2.4 trillion mortgage-backed securities portfolio is a priority for my office, and we have identified managing counterparty risk as a top management challenge for HUD, said the HUD Inspector General Ray Oliver Davis. In December 2022, Ginnie Mae seized RMF's assets, reports Reverse Mortgage Daily, including their HMBS portfolio due to the bankruptcy, and the resulting stresses contributed to the decision. Davis explained, she said her office initiated the inquiry because, quote, because extinguishing issuers and seizing their portfolios places significant stress on Ginnie Mae's operations. She also added the investigation will take stock of the full circumstances which led up to the seizure of the portfolio, as well as the historical business practices of Ginnie Mae's oversight during RMF's time as part of the HMBS issuer program. We will examine Ginnie Mae's oversight of RMF throughout its history as Ginnie Mae issuer as well as the actions Ginnie Mae took to assess and mitigate risk presented by RMF as a counterparty. 
Reverse Mortgage Daily's Chris Clow reports that the size and complexity of reverse mortgage funding's HECMA mortgage-backed security portfolio has been an issue for Ginny May since the seizure. RMF was, in fact, the largest HMBS issuer in Ginny May's program by 2016, and its portfolio size today comprises roughly one-third of the full HECMA mortgage-backed securities portfolio at Ginny May, according to data from NewView Advisors. Its total outstanding share of the market has slightly declined throughout 2023, naturally. But it should be noted there has been a change in Ginny May's budget. In fact, in March of this year, Ginny May requested $61 million for fiscal year's 2024 budget and a request submitted to Congress by the White House, or $20.6 million more than the 2023 enacted level. In the budget request, Ginny May noted, We continue to spot new issues as we take the RMF portfolio in-house. It has become clear that the HECM program requires enhanced governance across how Ginny May makes decisions and across how we assess reverse issuers and the risks they bring. That concludes another episode of Heckin' World Weekly, the nation's only weekly podcast for you, the reverse mortgage professional. And a special note to our listeners, we have a webinar coming up this week. Yep, it's going to be on Wednesday, November 15th at 1 p.m. Pacific or 4 p.m. Eastern. And it's on how to build referral partner relationships with or without offering continuing education credits. It's going to feature noted national trainer and educator Lorraine Gracie, so you don't want to miss out on that. And be sure to check your email inbox or go to webinar.heckamworld.com forward slash November hyphen 15 hyphen 2023. Just in case you didn't get that email, I know that's a long URL, but we'd love to have you there. Thanks again for joining us and be sure to return next week for more. Reverse Mortgage News on the go.